welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson, joined today by fellow nerd Tommy Zarim for the first time in studio. Uh, could be followed on uh, Twitter at Dynasty Tommy. Uh, welcome to the show, Tom. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Excited to be here. And uh, today we're going to talk about, we know a lot of people got some drafts coming up this weekend, um, some rookie drafts, and if not this weekend, coming up soon. Um, I know our Dynasty Nerds uh, annual draft is June 7th, so we are coming up as well uh, on our draft. And we just conducted a mock draft, a rookie mock draft uh, this week. It's actually almost done here in progress. Uh, now, so we're going to kind of go off of there, and today we're going to talk about where you can find some good value in these rounds. And we know that this year, above all other years, there's a lot of talent in these rookie drafts. And the first year, you know, the first round this year is just loaded with talent. If you miss, it's not because you didn't study enough. It's just because the player didn't come through. Uh, even in the second round this year, uh, I find it's loaded with talent. I feel like this year the talent runs all the way deep into the third round. Um, now, we had a lot more, it seemed like before the NFL draft, there was even more talent. But now that people are in their landing spots and de- on depth charts, some of that talent is kind of, you know, dissipated a little bit. Uh, the, you know, like a prime example, Tom, is uh, Isaiah Crowell. And, you know, a couple of weeks ago before the NFL draft, this guy was the second back taken. And he was a, a first-round pick. And now his value I see is in, he's right around the third round. Uh, landed in Cleveland. Cleveland traded up for Terrence West. Uh, to grab him, so you know they they see him as their starter, future starter, and they sign Crowell as an undrafted free agent, which puts him, you know, behind West. And you know, talent always overcomes, and if you're the best man, always plays, and that could be the case with Crowell. But Terrence West is for sure going to have the first shot there, uh, and then they both have Ben Tate to compete with. So Crowell's like one of those people that drops down a hair, in my opinion. Uh, you know, we, we Watkins and Evans. Some people feel that since Watkins went to Buffalo, is he still worthy of the number one overall pick? I remember when we had our draft party here, uh, one of the people in our league, Sean, had he has the first overall pick and all year long, Watkins, Watkins, Watkins. And as soon as Buffalo took Watkins, he's like, do I still take Watkins with the number one all overall? And Tom, you were here too, and we, the consensus was, we all, yeah, you still take Watkins. So would you still take Watkins as the number one overall pick in the rookie draft? Um. I still think I would go with Watkins, number one. Um, it's not as clear-cut as I thought it would be maybe like a month ago, even uh, like a couple weeks ago. But uh, that's still an interesting debate because uh, a lot of people are raising Evans on their board to number one. Um, he might be in a better situation in Tampa Bay. Um, but um, I still think I'd have to go Watkins, number one. I just think he's the most talented receiver on the board. And – that's who I would take if I had the first. Yeah, pick. absolutely. I mean, I I still love my my opinion doesn't change. And like I said in previous podcasts, it doesn't matter matter where Watkins ends up. He's my number one receiver. Uh, again, I think talent overrules all. I know Benton. Uh, he has Evans out of all our rookie rankings. He has the only one that has Evans number one. And you know, Roto World is doing their dynasty rookie mock draft as we speak as well. And I'm looking at their first nine picks are out, and Evans went number one there as well. And I mean, you can't. You can't, it's, it's 1A and 1B. So it's not like, 
you know, there's a if somebody took Evans because they they prefer Evans, it's not like oh that's a horrible pick. I mean, the number one and number two pick this year, it's just it's really solid. Um, so you really can't go wrong there. Uh, in our draft, in our most recent mock draft, Sammy Watkins did go number one overall, and it was Evans number two. So, but we're here today talking about value. Um, I would say value wise, uh, it's all going to depend. Again, it's it's going to be who you prefer uh, in this first round. Now, in our first round, value wise, the first person that pops out of my out for me here is Odell Beckham going number ten overall, and to me, I see value there. Uh, Beckham went after Allen Robinson, who I love. Uh, he went after Johnny Manziel, which I think is a little crazy too. But even in Roto World's draft, I mean, Manziel went number seven to their in their Roto World draft. So Manziel went number six, uh, number seven in ours as well. So that shows his value there too. Again, I'm just one of those guys in the beliefs when it comes to quarterback. Unless you're in a two QB league, I'd rather get the wide receiver there. I'd rather get a running back there. And wait till round two, round three, and get a Teddy Bridgewater or Blake Bortles. And I understand the whole hype about Johnny Manziel because he's a dual threat quarterback and what they can do for you. And point wise, definitely the rushing yards. Um, but for me, in our first round, Odell Beckham going number ten overall. I have him right around number six on my big board. Uh, to me, that's really good value. Again, he's going to the Giants. That kind of worries me a little bit. Uh, Eli's kind of been on a decline. Their offensive line's not everything it, it should be. And Ruben, you know, that says a little bit what they think about Ruben Randall as well. Because um, I wasn't really never big as on Ruben, Ram, Ruben Randall as most people were. And he's going to be a really good compliment to Cruz. The big thing is, how's their running game going to look? Are they going to be able to pass protect? And if so, can Eli, Eli get back to form? And will Odell Beckham be a nice long-term solution? So, you know, Odell Beckham at number 10, to me, that's really good value. And again, it's going to be hard to pick good value out of these first rounds. Because, you know, you, I, for example, out of the Roto World draft, they had Terrence West go number six overall in their draft. And to me, you know, somebody like, oh, that's not good, bad, that's bad value. But again, he's a future starter running back. So it's going to depend how your draft unfolds because we only have two running backs going in our first round. So there's going to be a lot of value at running back. Who do you see, Tom, as good value in our first round? Um, I definitely agree with Odell Beckham. And, um, I kind of think the Giants is a good situation for him. Um, I kind of like Eli. If I have a receiver, I like a quarterback like Eli. Um, he makes the tough throws. He, he He's not like a what you could say, dink and dunk type quarterback. Uh, he doesn't shy away, you know, from uh, making big plays. And uh, I think that's a good spot for Beckham to land there. Um, they just lost Akeem Nix in the offseason. Um, you mentioned they're not too big on Ruben Randall because – they use their first round pick on Beckham. So um I think that's great value at number ten. I have him number five on my rankings. So to see him go number ten, be, uh, go after Allen Robinson, after Johnny Manziel, I I really think you cannot argue that that's great value right there. Yeah, and it, it's not just our draft either. I'm looking here again at Roto World's rookie draft that's going on right now. I'm only using them as emphasis because it's right in front of me. Uh they're up to their ninth pick and Beckham still has not gone in their draft. It went, you know, they have, they after Watkins and Evans, you know, it went Evans, Watkins, Cooks, Sankey, Ebron, West, Menzel, Matthews, Benjamin. Uh, so Beckham's even going after Calvin Benjamin, where I'd rather have Beckham. Uh, I like, I like Calvin's upside, Calvin Benjamin's upside more. 
Uh, but I just don't like. I, just, I he just hit. I feel like Beckham's a little bit more for sure thing. Uh, so th- that's a trend we're starting to see now, where Odell Beckham is kind of falling a little bit here. And you know, whoever if you have a seventh eighth pick, that's some pretty good value. So if he's somebody that you're targeting and you really like, if you have the fourth overall pick or the fifth overall pick, think about that. Where you may be able to trade back a little bit to get Beckham, because right now these early mocks are showing that Beckham's going later. And for us, that's good. You know, and if, if it's happening now here in our league and everywhere else, it's going to show you that's a good consistent trend. Um, and Kelvin Benjamin for for us, he didn't go to the second round in our most recent rookie mocky draft. Uh, or did no, he went number 12. So he did go in the first round, but the last pick in the second round. Uh, going into the second round, again, there's so much talent here uh, in the second round. And, you know, our second round led off with Marquise Lee, uh, went to Cody Lattimore after that, and Terrence West, Kadeem Carey, Dante Moncrief, uh, Jason Morrow, Safarian Jenkins, Storm Johnson, Teddy Bridgewater, Devontae Freeman, and then Paul Richardson and Jeremy Hill. Um, I really don't like Jeremy Hill there at the 12th spot in the second round. He's somebody that I was really, really big on before the draft. And then the Bengals shocked me, taking him before Carlos Hyde even in the second round with Gio Bernard there. That just, I mean, to me, Gio Bernard is the number one running back there regardless. So Jeremy Hill is going to be splitting carries. Uh, regard. So for me, and again, he went after most of the other running backs, but I just don't really see. And again, it's about value. Uh, He's just in something that really excites me. If Gio goes down, yeah, he excites me. Um, but in the second round, my value, where I see value in the second round, is Storm Johnson. Uh, I don't see Toby Gerhardt as the answer in Jacksonville. I just, I'm just not a big fan. I'm not buying it. If anything, he's going to produce on strictly a lot of carries alone. And Storm Johnson's kind of running back that I could see winning that job outright and making, you know, maybe not in 2014, but in 2015, you know, whatever Toby Gerhardt signed to, I think it's around $4 million a year or so, he's getting paid starter money, that he's going to get cut, and they're going to rule with Storm Johnson. I like his talent. Uh, get him in the eighth pick in the second round for a potential starter running back. I like Storm Johnson coming into this draft, and I love his landing position in Jacksonville. So late, you know, if you're getting him late second round, I think that's really good value. I know Amaro went ahead of him, and again, it depends how, and I'm the lover of all loves of tight end, having a good tight end, but... For me, Storm Johnson, somebody, if I had a higher second round pick, he's somebody I'm really kind of targeting. Um, and it all, it all you know, depends on your flavor. You know, you got Kadeem Carey in Chicago who went 2 4. Um, again, 2 3 in the third pick in the second round, Terrence West went. That's who I selected. And that might be really good value. Um, again, 2015, he could be the starter in 2015. Um, so, again, that's really good value. Cody Lattimore going the second pick overall. Uh, that, that pick, I like Cody Lattimore a lot, but he's already hurt a little bit. He's not going to start pre-season, you know, the OTAs on time. Uh, he's going to Denver, which is, yeah, right now you're like, oh, he's in Denver. That's great. But by the time he hits his peak, Peyton Man's not even going to be throwing the ball anymore. So that's something you have to worry about, too. Who's going to be throwing Cody Lattimore the ball? Um, Demarius Thomas is definitely number one. Who knows what's going to be going on with Julius Thomas. But by the time Cody Lattimore hits his, he's ready to go, let's say year two, year three, I mean, I very well could honestly see this being Peyton Man's last year, and it wouldn't have shocked me whatsoever. So Cody Lattimore, where he has talent, again, situation, it kind of worries me a little bit. I like him there. I like Cody Lattimore, but the situation kind of worries me a little bit. Uh, who do you like? Who, what do you, where do you see good value in the second round right now? Oh, I 
I think the best value in the second round of this mock draft is Austin Safarian Jenkins. Uh, he was the seventh pick in the second round. He went after Jason Morrow. Um, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, Jenkins was a guy I was targeting with the 10th pick in the first round. Um, I think he has tremendous upside, um, big big red zone target. Um, he's going to Tampa Bay where they're going to use him a lot. Everybody's big in Tampa Bay too. Yeah. Um, so with the 7th pick in the second round to land Jenkins, um, I would Pretty say, good value. I would say that's probably the best value of the second round if you ask me. Um, I surprised that uh, Amaro went over him. Um, but uh, I'm even kind of surprised, honestly, that Kadeem Carey went above him, too. Um, I mean, I'm a fan of Carey, too, but I mean, I, I feel like Forte's definitely got some more tread on those tires. So he's going to be a nice comp back. Um, where I feel like Safarian Jenkins is going to be more of an impact player. I'm pretty big on Jenkins, too, so I'm kind of with you on that. Um, but again, I mean, we're kind of like, we're kind of like, you know, being. It's kind of hard to pick when there's so much talent here to say who's the best value. Because for being a second round, I feel like everybody in this first, the second round is pretty good value. I agree with that. I definitely agree. Again, I mean, the last two picks in the round, Paul Richardson and Jeremy Hill. I mean, I like Paul Rich, Tumbleweed Richardson as well. Uh, but again, he's going to Seattle. It's it's a crowded situation. They're not a really, they're more of a running team than throwing team, anyways. Uh, so that's those picks right there again. But late for the last two picks in the second round, you're getting a second round pick, the second overall running back, and a second round wide receiver taken. So on a championship caliber team, so it's kind of hard to argue there too. Um, so pretty much in the first and second round, you're getting really good value. Again, I, he likes Safarian Jenkins. If you have a higher second round pick, I like Storm Johnson. So Again, and these are players that if you're targeting, and these guys are going mid-second round, and you could say trade back, you know, again, if some of you like like a Terrence West or somebody or Odell Beckham, drop back in that first if you have a higher first, like number four overall, pick up an extra second, and you can get both those guys in the second round. I mean, this is a draft that you can come away, this rookie draft, you know, these first, if you have multiple first and second round picks, you can come around with a lot of future talent. Um, really... I really love this draft, man. It's one of these ones I'm really excited for. I can't wait for June 7th for our draft to get underway as well. Um, and it's somebody that right now we're drafting Dynasty Nerds or in the, Danis, uh, the Dynasty Fantasy Football World Championship run by uh, the Toolbox, FF Toolbox. And right now there's still a lot of decent rookies out there. A lot of them have gone high, but that's where we're starting to lead now. It's like, wow, look how much talent is out here in these rookies. They're coming out this year. They're going to be first and second round picks that are available in 11th, 12th, 13th round. So. Uh, but a lot of it's shown even in this new startup league, a lot of these rookies are off the board already. This shows how much people covet these guys already. Um, moving into the third round, uh, this is where it's going to start to thin out a little bit. Uh, there's, you know, where there's a lot of talent. This is where we're going to start getting a little bit more to the question mark. Love the first pick, Trey Mason. I think that's good value in St. Louis. Uh, love the second pick of Martavis Bryant in Pittsburgh. I took a great Isaiah Crowell, more back up my Terrence West pick, and that's more of a risk than anything because he's coming in at third running back at best. We'll see how he does in training camp. Now, the pick I hated in this round, the third round, was DeAnthony Thomas uh, in the third round at 3-4 by Dan. Uh, really, I'm not a big fan of him at all. Again, he's a poor man's little Michael James, I think, uh, and that's not a really good thing to be. Um, I think good value here in the third round. What I saw, obviously, you know, Blake Bortles won the third round. That's good value if he turns into a start and run, you know, quarterback down the road. 
Um, but I think a really good value here is Andre Williams at three five. You know, mid third round pick Andre Williams going to, you know, he's going to the Giants where David Wilson. We don't even know how he's going to come back. They just signed Rashad Jennings. Where can Rashad Jennings start? Yeah, he can start, but is he somebody that's going to be a really great runner? Some people would probably argue yes, you know, because of his yards per carry. Uh, and I, I again, I don't see it. I'm a really big Andre Williams fan. Uh, I know he has hands made of stone, but at the same time, I liked him a lot in college. He produced in college. He's a real strong, powerful runner. I think he embodies what Tom Coughlin likes to do with the ball. You know, definitely when he had Brandon Jacobs. Um, and I think he's a really good ground and pound running back. And I think he will be the guy to have in the Giants' backfield of David Wilson. Even if David Wilson came back, David Wilson, Andre Williams, to me, would be a really good combination. Um, I, I see Andre Williams as the goal line back. So to, he, for touchdown-wise, he could be the guy you're looking for. So getting Andre Williams in the third round, to me, says, wow, that's, that's great value. I have a guy that I might, I'm going to be able to put in in my starting running back uh, slot as a running back two, most likely, right out the gates. So if you're getting running back two numbers in the third round of your rookie draft out the gates, I mean, that's pretty, pretty great news for whoever lands them. So for me, that's somebody I'd love to get in the third round. In our rookie draft, that's where I see good value. Andre Williams, who do you think? Well, going back to Williams, um, to play in Tom Coughlin's offense, he has to pass protect. Um, you know, that, that's an important thing uh, he emphasizes. And another thing that's obvious, he has to hold on to the ball. Um, if, if he can do those things, um, he, I would not be surprised if he was a starter, you know, midway through the season. Um, so that, that's definitely an interesting pick right there. Um, but another guy I like in the third round is Jarvis Landry. Uh, I believe yep. he was the eighth pick in the third round. Um, going to Miami, but uh, I mean, he was a guy like a lot of people had him almost neck and neck with Beckham, his college teammate. I mean, Landry was probably the number one guy when the season started. People yes. were like Jarvis Landry, Jarvis Landry, and yes. then his speed is what I mean because his hands are amazing. But yeah, his speed is what really killed him. Yeah, but uh, I mean, he was still a second round pick in the NFL draft. Um, and uh. But that should tell you a lot right there. Yeah, so. exactly. I mean, I see Jeff Janis, Green Bay, picked over him. I mean, obviously a receiver in Green Bay. I mean, if they can pan out, the sky's the limit for them. But, I mean, I still like Landry better than Janis myself. Um, but another interesting pick I kind of like in the uh, third round was Martavius Bryant going to Pittsburgh. Um, I've been uh, reading a few things that the Steelers want to get him on the field right away. I've read the same things. Yeah. And – uh. I mean, Big Ben, I mean, over the years, uh, he's turned young receivers into pretty good ones. And uh, that's a pretty good situation for Brian. Very to good go situation. To. So uh, to get someone like that in the third round who, you know, could be a, star- a starter. Yeah, a big wide receiver in Pittsburgh yes. is always a good thing. I mean, yes. they always like their big, yes. you know, Mike Wallace, you know, Plexigo Burst. Yep. Yep. They like their big receivers out there. And me too. I mean, that's who I was kind of hoping fell to me in that rookie mock draft is Martavis Bryant. That's who I liked. And that's why I took Crowell. Mm-hmm. I, I had preloaded yeah. my picks. I had Bryant first and then Crowell second if he'd gone. Mm-hmm. And Bryant just went. And I'm with you on there. That's, that's good value. And, you know, but because of all this talent, that's where Martavis Bryant is slotted right now is that high exactly. third round. He's going to go there because all those other, yep. again, all the everybody we named. Now, I'll take Bryant ahead of, let's say, you know, Jeremy Hill. Yes. I would take him ahead yes. of Jeremy Hill. I would take him above Paul Richardson. Yes. 
So for me, I have Bryant right there around the third, sec, late second round grade. But in most mock drafts, you're going to see him go in late second round to third round. And it, and that's just where he's slotted right now. And that's where he's going to be going. Uh, and I agree with Tom. It's a really good situation for him. I mean, he's a big receiver, uh, you know, kind of in the shadows always of, you know, Sammy Watkins and uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Mm -hmm. So his star is getting ready to shine. And then Pittsburgh has a really good chance to make that happen. Uh, Real good compliment to Antonio Brown. Mm -hmm. Still got to see what Marcus Wheaton does. But Marcus Wheaton still, he's more of a speed kind of guy. So I I could see Brian get on the field and maybe using Marcus Wheaton in the slot and get all three of those guys on the field. And somehow, I mean, Brown's going to be the number one guy there. We always know Keith Miller is a block and tight end. So Brian can come away and be that, you know, red zone. You know, when they get down the 20-yard line, look at be looking to Martavis Bryant. So real good value there in the third round. So if you have the first pick in the third round and Martavis Bryant's on the board, yeah, I'd jump on top of that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, again, I mean, again, that just shows us. Now, nothing's for sure on any of these guys, you know. Sammy Watkins could be a bust. I doubt it. But, you know, anybody in the first round, you know, Martavis Bryant has just as good a chance to succeed, in my opinion, as Odell Beckham. Uh, So, yeah, there's some really good, you know, Andre Williams, Martavis Bryant, Jarvis Landry. Again, Miami, we don't know what they're going to do with Mike Wallace. They're already trying to dump his contract. It was a horrible contract to begin with. So, you know, Brian Hartline, you know, he's a really nice, solid top 26 uh, fantasy wide receiver, but we don't know how much longer he's going to hold up there as well. So Jarvis Landry, they showed that they, they, they need more receiver help, and they went and got in the second round. And Jarvis Landry, for one thing for sure, is he has really good hands. So he could be somebody to come in and help you out right away as well. Um, 800 yards receiving, rookie year, maybe 50 catches. Again, maybe low, low wide receiver three numbers, possibly. So again, real good value in the third round. I, I like all of those guys we just named. Um, going into the fourth round, of our most re- rookie draft, again, still value. If you're still looking for a quarterback, you can get somebody like a Derek Carr out there. Real interesting. You can get Jimmy Garoppolo if you have time to wait on a Jimmy Garoppolo uh, and with Bill Belichick in a couple of years. That might be good value. Logan Thomas, not a big fan at all, but he goes to a quarterback guru and Bruce Arians. Uh, he's got a strong arm and he's fast. That may be a good spot too. The one guy I saw in the third round, I, I, the fourth round that I saw was good value was Troy Nicholas. Uh, in Arizona, they can use that big tight end. He blocks well, and he catches well. So I could see him as a nice red zone threat in Arizona. Um, just a you know a chain mover, uh, top twelve maybe tight end possibly. Uh, again, he's a solid tight end. And if you're looking for a tight end and you need somebody to take a flyer on, I mean Troy Nicholas is a good guy to take. Uh, in the fourth round, again, you're getting some really good value. I like. I'm a fan of Damian Williams too. I think he could be a sneaky play in Miami. Uh, out of Oklahoma, he's got some really good explosiveness to his game. I know they just signed Sean. They got Lamar Miller. We have no idea what's going on with Lamar Miller. Dan- Daniel Thomas is horrible. So he might be somebody, not necessarily this year, but again, it's his dynasty, and we're talking fourth round. Damian Williams may be one of those guys that you can get 2015, 2016, really get up there, and he could eventually be a starter. He's got starter material. Um, so those are guys that I really like. They're Troy Nicholas, Damian Williams, uh, Jared Arbadias, you know, in Green Bay. But, you know, them taking Devontae uh, Adams and, you know, like I said, Jeff Janice went ahead of him as well. It's just he's somebody that runs really good routes and has good hands, so he might be somebody that, that 
that suits Green Bay as well. He'll be an interesting person to follow. Who do you like in the fourth round? Um, I think Josh Huff going with the eighth pick in the fourth round. Um, I think that's pretty interesting. I like that there. Um, you know, Philly's receivers, you know, they were uh, released to Sean Jackson in the <laughs> offseason. Obviously, they drafted Jordan Matthews. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have Cooper and Macklin, who Macklin, I believe, is on a one-year one deal. Year. So, um, it, you know, Josh Huff um, from Oregon, who, uh, you know, Chip Kelly was familiar with, um, I think that's kind of interesting. I, I kind of want to see what he does in Philly. Uh, you know, I love that offense they're running there. Yeah, who doesn't? Um, yeah. And um, I, I think it's interesting to see. I think he could, uh, you know. It's a good gamble for a fourth-round pick, right? Yeah, I think he could step up and, uh, you know, kind of impress some people and surprise some people and might have a bigger role than what many would think. All right. Um, and then another guy I liked uh, um, is Richard Rodgers. Um, tight end, went to the Packers, went to the 10th pick in the fourth round. They need a tight end. Yeah, Green Bay definitely needs tight end help. And obviously with Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball, you know, and anything could happen. And it took uh, him in the third round, so. Yeah, yeah I, I I think, you know, they're, they want him, you know, maybe to pan out, maybe be their guy. And if he can develop into their starting tight end. Getting him in the fourth round, the last pick yeah. in the fourth round is pretty much a pretty – Again, another good gamble. I mean, and that's what we're looking. You know, when you get to these late rounds here, you're just taking shots in the dark because, you know, eighty-five percent, ninety percent of these guys aren't even going to make your final roster down the year. So you're trying to get that one guy out of that round that's going to find success. Uh, and Richard Rodgers, you know, just for the fact that he's a tight end that they took in the third round, doesn't matter what his name is, and he's going to Green Bay. It's a good situation. So yeah, I like that pick as well. Um, I know our draft is currently in the fifth round. Um, so I just want to talk about a couple guys that are still kind of out there. Uh, you know, somebody that I like a lot who I took in the fifth round. Again, this is just me. I've been, I've been honking this guy all year is John Brown, uh, out of Pittsburgh state, real small school guy, but still got, you know, invited to the combine, blew the combine up, blazing speed. Um, he, he, he landed in Arizona too. I love him in the slot in Arizona. I think they could even possibly use him on the backfield here and there. He's somebody I really like and who I'm targeting late of all my dynasty drafts. Um, and another guy that went as well as Devin Street in Dallas, somebody that I, I think has some good p- potential as well out of the real Pittsburgh. Um, those are some late guys that I kind of like. Devin Street, John Brown in Arizona. Uh, you can still get a guy like Zach Mettenberger in Tennessee. This late, if you need a QB, it's a good gamble because we don't know how Jake Locker's going to pan out or even how Mettenberger's going to come back from injury. Uh, it's a good gamble. Again, it just shows you, you know, none of these guys, there's always these guys we like now that are late round picks like oh you know we always come away from these drafts like man i just had my sixth round draft i love everybody i got they're all going to (laughs) produce and then three years later you you, you hold two of them on your roster so there's a lot to get excited about now and but i do feel i do feel this draft is really comparable back to i can't remember what year it was but the chris johnson ray rice darren mcfadden jonathan stewart draft where you know deshaun jackson where a lot of talent came out of that draft um, and I feel like this draft has, has the potential to be one of the best drafts we've seen almost ever, which is crazy because even last year was a good draft. When it came out, you know, getting guys like a Keenan Allen and Andre Ellington. Um, yeah, in the second round. Yeah, you know. Justin Hunters, you know, yeah. like late too. So, but even like last year's draft, like mid-second round is where that talent really kind of started to fall off. But this round we've seen where you're, you're at least coming away way more excited at, with your first three picks in this round. Um, any of those guys I named Tom that 
you were kind of excited about? Um, I mean, excited is a big kind of it's kind of wrong word to use, but the, you're intrigued by about. Yeah, it, I the guess. one the one I I was kind of intrigued by was C.J. Fedorowicz. <laughs> um, he was the first pick in the fifth round. Um, I mean, he's known more as a blocking tight end, mm-hmm. but uh, I mean, going to Houston, um, you know, o- Owen Daniels is gone. Yeah. They need a tight end too. That's, yeah. a, that's an interesting spot, and it, it's weird too because they do. Add, you know, I can see them needing a blocking tight end. But again, they had Ryan Griffin, who's kind of was considered somewhat of a sleeper as well. But mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, Houston needs is. I mean, plus, come on. I mean, look at their quarterback situation. They need as many weapons and scapegoats you got. And, yeah. and yeah. tight end's always a good checkdown for absolutely. a quarterback. Yep, absolutely. I mean, they have Ryan Fitzpatrick, Case Keenum, and Tom Savage. I mean, what a bad situation, man. Yeah, it's a bad situation. So yeah, getting getting somebody like you said, like getting somebody like Fedorowicz in the fifth round. Wow. Yeah, I'm happy with that. I I'm excited to get something along those lines as well. Um, so again, I mean, make sure you get on DynastyNerds.com. We just updated update our rankings again yesterday. Uh, we're gonna constantly keep this thing updated. Uh, so if we when it comes along your draft, you know we're getting good value. You know where we have these guys ranked. Uh. Who, you know, it's going to come down to personal preference. It's going to come down to team need as well. Um, best thing for Dynasty, though, is you always kind of want to try and take best player available. Um, I understand with that first round and second round, sometimes you got to attack need. If you need a running back, you know, you got to take a gamble on some of these running backs. But, again, we're, we're going through this to show you value because if you do have a high pick because your team kind of stunk it up last year, but you desperately need running back, this is a draft that you trade down because all the value is at the, at the wide receiver. I mean, if you really need a running back really bad and you sit there around four and three, then, yeah, you just pull the trigger and you take Bishop Sankey and you know you need him. Or, you know, but why not trade down a little bit and get, like, a Terrence West and Carlos Hyde, where Bishop Sankey's going to be more immediate help. But still, I mean, you have the third overall pick. It's not like you're coming back and win the championship next year and one Bishop Sankey's going to be the piece that puts you over the edge. I mean, let's go out there and get, like, a Terrence West, a Carlos Hyde, um, somebody along those lines, and trade back and pick up an extra second-round pick. Heck, Trade back two spots for somebody that, you know, if you really need a running back and you have the third pick and you want Bishop Sankey and you know the guy behind you doesn't need a quarterback, they might be looking at Ebron or somebody as well. And, again, if you miss out and you got to get a Hyde or a West, it's not a big deal, pick, take that third-round pick because we're telling you there's value there in the third round. So you want to do that. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely think this is the draft where um, you should be looking to trade down, maybe pick up a couple more picks, get a couple more players. Because, um, like you said, this is one of the deepest dynasty rookie drafts in recent years that I can remember. And, um, you know, that, that probably might be a good thing for uh, most teams to do. I mean, unless you're, like, one player away. I'll be, otherwise, I would maybe suggest trying to trade down, you know, it's grab, a, good, and grab obviously, a couple more picks. It's and, obviously, if somebody's want to move up, I guarantee you there's people that want to move up. There's people that are, yes, are feeding yes. to get Brandon Cooks. Yep. There's people that want Eric Ebron. Ebron yeah. You know, people that, you know. Carlos Hyde, too. And that's a big thing. A lot of teams that are really talented, these championship caliber teams that don't have a tight end, they're like, man, if I had Jimmy Graham or if I had Rob Gronkowski, that's my missing piece to tight end. Oh, I'd love to get Eric Ebron. They're going to be looking to move up. And, you know, you're moving up from like the eighth, ninth, tenth pick. You know, on those kind of teams, you can easily get their second out of them to move up, and maybe like a a low end receiver, like a, a Brian Hartline or something like that as well, kind of get them on them as well. Uh, so again, that's something to really keep in mind. Um, again, those are all guys we're still telling you a good value. Uh, you can look at our mock drafts at up on the website at dynastynerds.com. 
Uh, the second round will be up here soon. The rest of them will be up this weekend. Uh, feel free to tweet at us at Dynasty Nerds. Feel free to tweet at me at Dynasty Rich. Uh, Tom, you want to throw out your Twitter handle out there? Yes, um, at Dynasty Tommy. Yeah, I mean, and just get out there and use the forum and use us. We'll help you get get along. But uh, again, good year to trade back. Real good value, no matter where you sit. Even if you're coming away and you won the championship, you sit there at the twelfth pick. You're going to get some good talent on your team in the first round and poss- quite possibly the second round as well. Um, so that's for all the people out there that are drafting this weekend, next week as well. Um, our future podcast coming up here now over the next month and a half or so, where we're going to really start breaking down each players by position. Uh, I think we're going to start off with wide receivers. We're going to do a three-part show here on these rookie wide receivers because there is so many of them. Uh, so that's going to be our next show coming on there. And then we're going to go to running backs, tight end, quarterbacks, and really get in depth about these receivers and where their value holds now and where they hold long-term for your dynasty team. So again, get, check us out at dynastynerds.com and thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks guys. Ready, set, thanks for listening to the dynasty nerds, fantasy football podcast. Make sure to check us out at dynastynerds.com for up-to-date dynasty insight and follow us on Twitter at dynasty nerds.